Hello, this is Rebecca Fleetwood Hessian, host of the Badass Women's Council podcast. And I'm super glad that you're here. We have a very, very, very special series, binge-worthy one might say, called Stand Tall in Your Story. And these episodes come to you straight from an event that we held on March 8th of 2022 called Stand Tall in Your Story. It was held at the Vogue Theater in Broad Ripple, Indiana, and it features seven amazing women who have been through an experience that I host every year called Rise and Thrive a seven month experience for these women to really discover themselves again so that they can stand tall in their story. And as they go through this seven month experience, there's a story that bubbles up in them, a very human story that they know that they need to share because someone or many someones probably need to hear it. And so I'm excited to bring these stories to you. As I said, they're they're short and powerful and mighty and binge-worthy. So let's get started, shall we? Next up is Pam Gilbert. And Pam is responsible for creating the women's organization at Delta Fawcett Company, where she, she, where she works. And it embodies who Pam is because she worked together with some other ladies at Delta to start this women's group because she wasn't satisfied just attending conferences. She would go off to conferences and then come back and think, we need, we need to keep this going because Pam is always, and I mean always, looking to improve things. You can be in a room with Pam and, and she'll be really quiet and she will have been assessing the situation and looking for ways that she can help and improve whatever's happening in the room. Um, she has been an absolute help and support and beautiful person to work with. And I, I think it's an interesting tidbit that one of the conversations that Pam and I had during our seven months working together is she said, sometimes I worry that I'm not going after enough right now. There's this idea that we always have to be just looking to the next thing. And what's a beautiful part of Pam's story is she has um, small children. She loves her job. She coaches the, the kids soccer. She has time to spend with her family and she loves that time, but we've created this societal expectation that if we're not on the edge of burnout, we might not be vying for success. And so it was fun to work with Pam and help her settle into a sense of that's okay, that this, that the chapters of your story currently are investing in such a beautiful way into your children and their activities. And sometimes it's enough just to enjoy those things and not always think we have to be going after the next big thing. So here's Pam. Imagine this, you're 16 years old, your alarm clock goes off at 6.30 in the morning. All you wanna do is reach over and hit that snooze button. But you know that if you don't get up and get out of bed and get in that bathroom, you're not gonna be taking a shower that day. Because in 15 minutes, your older sister is going to be banging on that bathroom door telling you to get out because it's her turn to get in. So sluggishly, you get up, get out of bed, and get in the shower. Now, I don't know how many of you can relate, 
But that was my life growing up. See, I grew up in a house of seven. In our house, we had a two-bathroom house. Ooh, let me rephrase. We had a one-and-a-half bathroom house. So yes, that is one shower for seven people to share. That forced discipline at such an early age has not only shaped me into the woman I am today, but also showed me that I need to adapt to a lot of things in life. Nine years ago, I went on maternity leave with my first child. While I was on maternity leave, I got a call from a recruiter. Knowing that I had no desire of ret returning back to the long mandated hours at my former employer, I jumped at the opportunity. While I had been on maternity leave, I was nursing my son. And when I started at my new company, I wanted to continue to pump and provide for him. But starting at a new company, I had no idea what to expect. Would they have a designated room for me to pump in? Would I have an office with a door and a lock? Would I have to sit in a bathroom stall and pump on a toilet? I brought an extension cord that first day just in case. The answer to all those was no. No, they did not have a designated room. No, I did not have an office with a door and a lock. But no, they didn't make me sit in a toilet on, on a toilet and pump in a bathroom stall. My typical location was the office of an employee who traveled quite a bit. But there were no locks on his office door. So I just taped a piece of paper to the door that said, do not disturb. And I really prayed that that tape held and that people honored that piece of paper, because I was going to be real awkward. <laughs> but then there were those days that that employee was no longer traveling. So my backup location was a supply closet. There was no desk, there were no chairs, and the lights were one of those motion detecting lights, the kind that when, when there's no movement, they shut off, and the only way to turn them back on is to act like you're flagging down a taxi. I didn't exactly have any free hands. So now here I am, sitting on the floor in a supply closet in the dark with just my cell phone as the only light. <laughs> and still with just that piece of paper taped to the door, praying that nobody needed staples in the next 15 minutes. The funny thing about that, that should have bothered me. I should not have been okay that that was my only option. But I never once complained. It took me a while just to realize how much unnecessary adapting I was doing. Five years later, still at the same company, I attended a women's conference. And following that conference, two of my coworkers and I, Aaron and Danette, we sat down and said, man, we love going to these conferences and get so much momentum and excitement from these conferences. And then we returned back to our busy lives and we never apply any of the great stuff we just learned. So we decided to set up a follow-up meeting with all of the women attendees. That meeting was the first meeting of women in leadership, the first business resource group at my company. <laughs> women in leadership is designed to not only develop our people, but also to address challenges facing women. 
One of those challenges is being a working parent. We actually thought that this topic was so important that we created a subcommittee to focus specifically on this topic. The first task we assigned our working parents subcommittee was to review our maternity and paternity leave. See, here's how it used to be. You have a baby and you go on maternity or paternity leave and then both you and your significant other are at home trying to figure out this new parent thing together and then after four weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, however long your company gives you, you are forced to go back to work and leave your brand new baby at a daycare with strangers. Or maybe you left your baby at an in-home daycare with five other coughing, snot-sniffing kids. And you go from non-stop cuddles with your brand new baby to 40 hours back in the office. Speaking from experience, even those of you who had colicky babies will agree that that was a really hard transition. What if? What if we leave the maternity length the same, but what if rather than 40 hours back that first week, what if we break it up into two 20-hour weeks? Or what if I go on maternity leave first and my significant other goes back to work at first, and then when I have to go back to work, they take their leave? So now my 12 weeks of vacation just got extended, and I'm returning to work knowing that my baby is in a safe place. We partnered with our HR department and now have a modified policy that allows for a lot more flexibility. The second thing we tasked our working parents subcommittee with was to create a new parents guide. This guide helps answer questions such as, when do I have to let my boss know we're expecting? Or maybe to help your boss answer questions like, am I allowed to contact my employee while they're on leave? The thing that I'm most excited about though, we now have two mother's rooms at my company. <laughs> they have doors with locks <laughs> and lights and refrigerators, <laughs> and you can reserve these rooms anytime you want, so you know you always have a secure place to go. The best thing about all this, all we had to do was ask. All we had to do was ask. There was no pushback, no challenges. We got the full support of our company. So often in life, we feel like we must adapt to things around us because that's the way they've always been or because we're scared of pushback or rejection or being challenged. And so we just adapt. What's one thing in life you've been adapting to? Could you just ask? I have never once used one of those mother's rooms at my company and I have two sweet babies, Mason and Lily, and so I have no intentions of ever needing to use one of those mother's rooms. <laughs> but there will never be another mother sitting in the dark floor of a supply closet 
because I chose not to adapt. Pam Gilbert, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for being here for our binge-worthy series, Stand Tall in Your Story. I have a super duper fun thing starting this summer. This could be the best summer of your life. In fact, that's just what I'm calling it as the tagline. So starting on June 21st, which is the first day of summer, I'm launching a four month Your Summer Story series. The best summer of your life. And it is a combination of reflection and connection, which you know that's what we're about around here. So it's all virtual. It's a series of journal prompts and information that comes from my book, Write Your Own Story. You can participate from anywhere in the world. We will give you each week workbooks and reflection questions that you work through the summer. And also each week I'll pop in with a live um, teaching you on the little concept or a little conversation that we'll have. And then each month we'll gather together as a group and you can share how it's going and learn a little bit from each other. I'll give you all the details in a document. So go to wethrive.live, look for the best summer of your life information, and we'd love to have you join us. We start June 21st.